the Mortal Yogi Podcast with me, Dougal Meacham. Hey there. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Wherever and whenever you are. Welcome to the Mortal Yogi Podcast where we talk about yoga, yoga philosophy, yoga stuff. And uh, this week, it's meditation, uh, a topic which um, I always find curious, curiously uh, curious low on the yoga, kind of modern yoga agenda. What happened with that? If you think about yoga a long time ago, like thousands of years ago, meditation sitting down and yoga well they were pretty much the same thing um, but certainly over my time over the last decade very little very few times have I been in a room where sitting and being quiet has been on high up on the priority list um, and uh, I've always found that to be strange. I began um, began my journeys inside, if you like, with meditation, um, particularly Tibetan tradition uh, meditation in my time in Hong Kong. And um, so I'm really happy and feels very right for me to... Uh, be offering this as a part of my 500 hour program and uh, that's coming up uh, just in just in two weeks um, I find that uh, the more I practice uh, asana yoga poses um, the m- more curious I get about being quiet particularly yin yoga for me is uh, very much an entry and a preparation uh, for being quiet and space and context and so I found it very very a natural part of my program that I offer Um, and um, curious reaction um, from people um, to wow uh, you're offering a meditation course uh, to uh, yeah that's never worked for me Um, well I'm not interested Uh, (laughs) and I've found um, often another reaction of people who who've been meditating for a long time maybe in uh, um, other traditions or in other disciplines they're often not sure why they are doing it anymore. They've kind of lost um, lost the motivations and the benefits of yoga. And so, in a nuts way, they're not sure what they're doing or what they're supposed to be doing. So I wanted to talk a little bit today about um, what meditation is, why we sit down. Uh, because it seems that... Uh, this uh, part of yoga seems to be seems to be seems to be missing 
from many people's idea of what yoga practice is and I find that um, I find that a shame uh, number one um, I want to be very upfront I think meditation is not done to be comfortable which is to say we we're not meditating to feel good many people uh, in yoga this is a very natural natural we would naturally understand this um, you don't go to a necessarily to a strong yoga class at least initially to feel good you know that coming out you might feel good but you know there's going to be challenge in there and so often for non-yoga people they're like oh or even yoga people actually like huh meditation is supposed to feel good uh, and I don't and um, so often people feel that they're failing bad at it or um, that that it's not happening well or they're not good at it and and that's a shame but more importantly um, the point of meditation on the upside is not to feel bad and I think that should make people uh, feel a bit more comfortable there are many definitions of meditation of course um, and the approach that we take in our course uh, is to develop an open compassionate attentiveness to whatever is going on in life whatever is going on meditation is like a big sky that you have never been aware of in your mind in your heart space which allows anything to arise anything to come in and for you to be comfortable with anything good bad pleasing difficult painful unwanted all of that the essence of the meditation approach I am proposing is not yoga nidra, it's not lying down and body scanning, it's not visualization. This is a training and a, an approach to something which confronts our habitual patterns, our habitual patterns in life. This is pretty strong this is pretty can be intense to stay with yourself no matter what's happening no labeling good bad right wrong pure impure and you know particularly in these these days corona year we've many of us have found this hard many of us found this a dark period of our life and we want places to make us feel good and so we often sit down and our backs hurt our knees hurt our heart hurts and we feel like we must be doing it wrong and meditation isn't working so let's first get it out there meditation is not supposed to feel good I hope this is a relief if you're 
I'm not sure. Meditation is about a compassionate openness. An ability to be with yourself and your mind and your heart through all experience, whatever it presents you with. And you're open with it, you're sip with it. That This is big stuff. This is the potential of meditation. And I think it's uh, all meditation traditions share deep down somewhere, share the this intent. Even if it's not presented this way. But we are looking for space, context, openness. Not all approaches. Some of the other approaches you may prefer. Some meditation approaches are about special powers, mind reading or transcending the difficulties of life or um, connecting with the non-living. But the definition of yoga that we explore in our course isn't that. It's very simple in a way. Simple doesn't mean easy. This this being here is about opening the the heart and the mind to the heart and the mind to the challenges and the joys of life just just as they are right now here and it's a practice the meditation practice is a practice just like the yoga practice in the same way as you practice piano or cooking or riding a bicycle meditation is just like anything else we learn there's no mystery to it there's no good or bad at it it's just your place with it and over time you become more comfortable at it but today really what I want to talk about is is one of the biggest qualities which comes with meditation I talk when I talk to students after my classes online in the zoom room these days um, and anyone who reads the news and I myself have this challenge is life seems to be so unpredictable and 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 we have no idea what's gonna come at us we are pulled this way and that by our friends by the media by our jobs, by our advertising, by the internet. I highly recommend watching The Social Dilemma on Netflix, The Social Dilemma. It's a it's a great in documentary about um how we are being pulled by social media, particularly Instagram and Facebook, TikTok, etc., playing with our mind, playing with our emotions but we don't even know about it. 
So in this world, it's rare that we are calm. It's rare that we are stable. And that's really what I want to talk about today. The first quality which you begin to nurture is stability in your life. Just sitting still. In Chinese, this is called Jing Zuo. Jing, An Jing, the Jing. Jing is An Jing. Jing is um, quiet. Zuo, sit. Sitting quietly. And you can sit down and you can experience what's happening. Now, if you do that, you will immediately notice that the, the mind, not only the mind, the body will be extremely agitated. Hey, what's going on? And hasty. You'll notice that it's not anjing, it's not quiet, it's not still, it's not clear. It's the opposite. Your mind might be going a hundred miles an hour. Your body might be twitching. And that's your experience of meditation. And that's why so many people say it's unpleasant. And you can sit there for five minutes or longer and it doesn't get any better. And this is when so many people say, ah, Dougal, I'm having a, I'm bad at meditation or it's difficult or it doesn't help. And they're looking at me to go, yeah, right, you should probably quit and do something else. Or, yeah, you're right, uh, you don't have to meditate. And they go, yeah, I have bad meditation sessions. But this is the first stage. And you will notice if you sit there for 5, 10, 15, even 20 minutes, however long you sit, you will notice if you if you can do this over time right there without getting into any of the f deep philosophy that already is stability that already is stable and steadfast and calm you're sitting there and your mind is going wild and you're speedy and your legs hurt and you have a thousand things in life to do. You go, this is a bad meditation or this is not relaxing or meditation sucks. You want, you know, a foot massage or shiny lights and heart chakra love. And all you're getting is, you know, worry and your mind presented to you even more intensely than it normally is. But I guarantee that if you do this, let's say, five times, suddenly you have a very natural moment that happens where you can see that you are thinking. You are not lost in your thoughts, but you notice that you are lost in your thoughts. Just like looking up at a night sky and you notice a shooting star. I was out uh, camping in Scotland last week. 
totally serendipitous. A star flew across the night sky. I was thrilled. So, and this is a this is a, a wonderful first step. Often people say they sit down and they were just thinking the whole time. But at some moments you catch yourself, you know, just a few seconds. And you haven't blown it. That's a mistake to think you're having a bad meditation. In fact, this is a wonderful discovery. You've just realized how mad your mind is, how how volatile and what is going on between your two ears and behind your two beautiful eyes and underneath your hair if you have any <laughs> this is a massive reason why we meditate to be able to sit down and to be still enough to notice this to have enough space have the perseverance to sit down and just notice that your brain is on Red Bull coffee is like a ping-pong ball in a great game of life and if you are steadfast enough if you're willing to stay And that's not what we normally do. Normally when we notice unpleasant stuff, you notice that your mind is not doing what you'd like it to do, we leave, we distract ourselves. But here in this approach, and you notice how there's nothing, there's no deep technique here. You're just training to sit. If you are, if I cast my mind back to my Tibetan Buddhism days, this would be Maitri, Maitri or loving-kindness meditation. In a way, now I understand what that was. That was the love and the kindness to sit down and be steadfast no matter what came because that's not normally what we do. We don't normally sit down. yoga love is often thrown around this word and the intention is wonderful we want to make ourselves feel good but I want to make sure that we are clear on what love is in this if we call Maitri or loving kindness meditation it's not avoidance often sometimes you know we can feel we are loving ourselves by treating ourselves like to a new yoga tattoo or a glass of wine or a trip to a nail bar often these can be love but often they're not they're often avoidance you know you're having a bad day or oh, let's have a drink or I didn't like that let's go do some yoga you're the only one who can tell whether you need to go and do that thing so you can relax and get on with your life 
but it could be one of the 60 bazillion little subtle cute ways we have of avoiding reality. We need to be clear about this. We need to be honest. We can often misunderstand kindness and love for ourselves for things and doing things which actually make us less able to keep our minds and our hearts open to the challenges and the difficulties of life. And we are not steadfast. We're actually weakened. We actually uh, move away from what would best support us and optimize our experience. This quality is often called ding in Chinese, ding, steadfastness, which is another name for meditation, actually, ding. Through boredom, through aches, through all kinds of disturbing memories and projections and fears for the future, edgy energy, boredom, that's one of the worst, steadfastness, stability, stay, no matter what's going on. Now, this obviously doesn't appear instantly, and that's why this course, you know, is, uh, that's why it's 10, 10 weeks long. <laughs> Takes time. We'll do it together. It's like training a dog in many ways. Sit. Stay. Sit. But what are we going to do? What are we going to go? Where are we going to go? Stay. Sit. Sit. But what about tomorrow? What about my boss? What about my job? What about my family? What about blah, blah, blah? Sit. Stay. It's really like training a dog. And often if you have a, a good dog that you've trained well, you haven't, you haven't whipped, you've trained with loving kindness, they will stay and they will be very comfortable following that command. And those of you who have dogs, you know, you, you can get a great dog out of being very loving. But if you, you know, don't train it and you spoil it, you know, it can get a very different kind of dog and it, you know, poo-poo's on the carpet and bites the kids and all that kind of stuff. I can't, can't really be comfortable and can't really be a functioning member of your family. I think we, we, you would really, deep down, all of us want the first kind of dog, one that can sit and is able to not be neurotic and persevere in loyalty but this dog is the dog of your mind if, rather than your house pet. The, this, is, this is loving kindness. So the dog of your mind can stay with you just like a loyal pet. So although just sitting down at first glance would seem very, very boring and crude even. The approach that we take, and there are not many, we really learn three basic techniques, but with quietness comes amazing depth 
of experience and profound experience. If you have any questions about the program, of course, get in touch. It's been uh, it's been nice. It's nice to be back on this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this this little time together. Uh, I will plan to be back next week with a new take on meditation. We'll talking talking more about it again then. Wherever you are and whenever you are, I wish you health and happiness. See you around. Bye-bye.